boy. How are you, bro? Oh, yeah. Um, I've just finished a fulfilling day of coaching. Ugh! <laughs> I've just tumbled onto the carpet. Let me assume the position. It's quite an artistic pose. I'm like in my, my artist studio and I'm reclining on a fluffy carpet about to share some audacious anecdotes with you from the day that's just happened. And also, just, um, sorry, just moving the phone over, just some epiphanies that I've had in the past week that I think is just like very valuable uh, for me to share with you. Um, so I'm gonna be zigzagging all over the place in this one, but by the end of it, you're gonna be um, a happier, wiser, more fuckable man. So let's get into it. Um, so yeah, I haven't um, had a, a very long conversation with Joseph. So you, you, if you don't know Joseph yet, we made a podcast together, um, the previous podcast of this one. So listen to that one after you finish with this one. Like super insightful guy. Like I really believe that it was divine providence that brought us together. You know, like sometimes you just meet people in your life and you're like, mate, it feels like we're fucking soulmates, like soulmates in like the friend type of, <laughs> in like the friend type of, do you know what I mean? Like soulmates, I think it's a really, just a nice term that like you're, like you're my soulmate is in like, like mates, like soulmating. It doesn't just have to be romantically. You can have like, um, like friend, like soulmates. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? And like, yeah, you just meet people in your life and they just, they just, they just hit you differently. And I just feel as though like, my content was supposed to find him, he was supposed to find me, and now it's this beautiful, mutualistic relationship where we're both benefiting from each other. Like, for me, those are my favorite clients, right? Guys who, guys who are typically older than me, like he's like over a decade older than me, they've got more life experience than me, but it's like, I provide the coaching experience with day game, but then because of the abundance of life experience that he's got, like every time I speak to him, I just like shut the fuck up and listen. That's why I wanted to make a podcast with him because we have so many conversations like over WhatsApp, like voice message, where he's pinging me all these different like epiphanies, realizations, discoveries, like thoughts, ideas, feelings. And I'm like, bro, we need to document this. We need to immortalize this in a piece of art and put it out to the world. So anyway, there was a conversation that we had and um, he was saying to me that this girl that he got with, um, they were having a conversation and she was like um, basically explaining to him um, of a, a previous day game approach that she had experienced. Obviously, she didn't call it day game. But anyway, she said to him, she, she was out and about one day and a guy came over to her and his approach was super sexual. So like a really sexually charged approach uh, on the street during the day. and. The girl, the girl says to Joseph, now obviously I told the guy to fuck off, but it made me really, really wet. And when he was narrating this story to me, something just clicked in my mind, right? Something really clicked. And like that experience, like being able to speak to a woman's biology as opposed to her psychology is everything. And when I say her psychology, because you know like in like the current, the current contemporary climate, 
women or just people in general are so socially conditioned like she has to masquerade as a good girl who's never thinking about sex or dirty thoughts by the way read my secret garden by nancy friday if you actually want to learn what women are thinking about but like when she said to joseph like obviously i told him to fuck off so that's her public image right she like that's her public image like, obviously i told him to fuck off but and this is where the, the, the biology is speaking, it made me really, really wet, right? So like, this for me is what I call female fluency. So speaking the language of women, and another book that I always champion, I always recommend is The Alabaster Girl by Zan Perion. Like Zan Perion is far more qualified in the realm of women than I am. And I would, re- that, that is like recommend, no, it's not even recommended. That's like obligatory reading for any guy who wants to become the most fuckable version of himself, have more options than he knows what to do with, live in an abundance of feminine beauty. Like Zan doesn't talk much about day game, like cold approach, like especially in that book, it can be a little bit flowery at times, a little bit abstract, but the, the deep sentiments that he shares are incredible. And that book wholeheartedly changed my life. And I resonate with Zan a lot. He has the same the same outlook on all of this stuff as I do like it goes deeper than just picking up girls right this is this is almost like art right that's that's how I see myself now I see myself as the the rock star artist that's my favorite sort of archetype because I often try and like you know I just sit with myself sometimes and like right like, what am I? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a, I'm not a day gamer. I'm not some fucking pickup artist. And I think, you know, we are, we're forever evolving, right? But I like, I like the archetype of the rock star artist. And like, I really believe that like, the way that I approach my work is through the lens of art, right? I'm not creating content. I'm, I'm creating art. Right, my videos, my podcasts, the 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 my, my my writing, even like my coaching, the coaching that I do, I view myself as an artist. I think that that's a beautiful uh, way of which to operate through life, like like living as the artist. Because like if you actually look at the art, like the artist, like the artist is is bold. He he takes bold risks. He's unapologetic with his pursuits he's relentless he's prolific he's extraordinary i don't know i just it just really excites me like that image of the artist like the the vagabond the 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 gypsy pirate traveler who's gallivanting across the globe he's got women all over the place he's living for him though he's living for his art like the art comes first he's creating for an audience of one and the women are a beautiful byproduct of an even more beautiful process it's like you know i'm going out there i want to i want to conquer the world i want to create incredible art i want to like, 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 truly uplift every single man who comes into contact with me. I want, I want us all to win. I want us all to live a life free from bullshit. I want us all to have the wildest times with the wildest people and create the wildest memories. Like, that's what, that's what excites me. And yeah, I have this concept. I think I made a podcast about it uh, called paradoxication. So it's like a word I created. Like, to to paradoxicate means to means to emotionally intoxicate somebody through violent differentiation, right? So basically like, because like when I view myself now, like where I'm at, right? Sat on this fluffy carpet, 26 years old. I'm in Cardiff, by the way. <laughs> like like the, the way that I'm viewing myself, right? 
it's like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, like paradoxication, violent differentiation, like being so wickedly unique that people just can't quite place you. It's like, you know, I talk about art, culture, literature, but I'm also jacked and I've got an international coaching company and I was once a magician and I've done solo skydives and I like high intensity interval training. I can talk about deep topics, I can talk about frivolous topics, I can be seductive, I can be playful. I, I've got that, that, that social versatility where you can put me in like a, a five star hotel in London or like, a, like the, the, the grottiest, the grottiest pub in Northwest England. And I can hold my own in both arenas because that's I grew up in the grotty fucking council estate of like like fucking the Lake District. Like you know that that was my upbringing. Like I was literally fucking I, like we didn't have anything. Do you know what I mean? Like my mum was working two jobs. Like try her best her, her best look after me. I was a socially anxious social misfit who was terrified of talking to my own family. Like I'd break out into those sweating fits at school whenever the teacher would put me on the spot to answer questions. They definitely got a kick out of that, by the way. <laughs> but like. Like, and you know, when people come across me or when people meet me in real life or maybe they see my infield footage, it's like, oh, this guy's just a natural. This guy's always like being like good with people. Like, it's not that, like you weren't there at 13 years old, right? You weren't there. You weren't there when I was struggling through life and I fucking hated myself, where I despised everything about me, where I'd look towards every other person. I think they're better than me, right? Just battling with that perceived lack of self-worth, feelings like, oh, I'm never gonna be enough. I'm never gonna be able to receive love from the fem. I'm gonna be lonely. Like, I literally used to like go, uh, like Google things like, do looks matter to women when I was like 15 years old? Cause I looked like, I looked, like absolute horseshit. Like you've seen my early photos that look like fucking troglodyte, right? And it's like, it doesn't happen by luck, it happens by design. Like people look at my life now and it's like, oh, well, it's easy for you. I wish I had, I wish I had your life. It's like, fuck you, you prick. I, I've worked for this. This is 13 years of dedication. This is me going from the socially anxious, sniveling, knee trembling, palm sweating, elbow jerking, <laughs> whatever the fuck that means, to, to, to the man that I am now, right? To the most fuckable version of me. So now when I leave the house, I, I speak to girls, I'm operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack. I walk in, I walk through the land of women with almost this, no, f forget about the word almost, I walk through the land of women with a sense of entitlement where I believe I am worthy of everything, right? You don't get what you deserve, you get what you think you deserve. And the mindset that I've accumulated, because mindset's everything, right? Like it's just as objectively true to believe you're the most fuckable man on the planet as it is to believe you're the biggest piece of shit on the planet, right? Like Plato said, people who tell stories rule the world. So you have to make sure the stories that you're telling yourself on a daily basis serve rather than strangle you, all right? So literally as you're going through the street, just fucking tell yourself like, I'm the fucking greatest, I'm the fucking greatest, I'm the fucking greatest, I'm the fucking guy. I can do whatever I set my mind to. Success, women, money, Everything comes easy to me. I'm the fucking grace. I'm the fucking grace. I'm the fucking grace. I was like brainwashing yourself towards success, but like, like you can't just think it and you can't just like say that shit. You actually have to be putting the reps in and just doing a shitload of difficult things as often as possible. Cold approach, high intensity interval training, lifting hard at the gym, getting cold showers, um, taking bold social risks or going to improv class or stand up comedy or just putting yourself in front of more people who you don't know on a daily basis. Maybe that's signing up to fucking martial art class or a salsa class, bachata, kazumba, just really um, taking that leap of faith and, and dive bombing into discomfort as often as possible. Like that's how you grow as a man. That's how you become the most fuckable version of you. It's by stacking difficult wins as often as possible, being uh, consistent and shit with it. But yeah, like paradoxication, like 
that's the way that I see myself now, this, this paradoxicated rock star artist, right? Where, you know, I've got, I've got the body, I've, I've, I've built myself into the most aesthetically fuckable version of me, but I've also got the depth as well. Like this guy actually commented, it's like actually one of the, my favorite comments I've had in a while. He commented on a video, it's a, a simple day game exercise that anyone can, can do video. And his comment was like, as soon as I saw you, I thought this guy is, uh, what did he say? This guy, as soon as I saw you, my, my initial impression was this guy is dumb, overdressed and an egotistical maniac. <laughs> like one of those, I would say, is, 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 is a fair comment. <laughs> and he was like, but 17 minutes into this video, I can see that you've got real depth and wisdom. And that's what I mean. That's what paradoxication is. It's where people can't quite place you. As soon as, like, when they first meet you, they have this impression of you. But then after they spoke to you for 30 minutes, it's like, whoa, this guy's exceeding all my expectations. So he's got a great body. Um, he looks really good. Um, he, he dresses well. But fuck, like, he talks about fucking Nietzsche. He, he's read classical literature. He's got a degree in English literature. He's traveled, solo traveled to all these exotic locations. He's got his international coaching company. He was a magician, skydiver. He's worked in a caravan park, a fucking zoo. He can hold a conversation about any topic. Fuck me, this guy's something else. And like, that's, that, that, that's always been my life goal, right? To be solely, so violently differentiated that the world just could not ignore me, uh, right? And, and like, I, that, that all comes from that perceived lack of self-worth, right? I've told you boys before, like, the three things that make people wickedly successful, first of all, they think they're better than everybody else. Second of all, they think they're an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> and third of all, they have an extremely good impulse control where they can focus on something for a very long time and just eat shit, right? Outwork their self-doubt until they get to where they want to be, right? People say it all the time, oh, Christine, like, how do I start a YouTube channel? How do I start a business? How do I make money online? It's like I could give you the entire playbook. I could tell you what to do step by step, but it's the mindset, right? It's like, how much of a fucking ruthless bastard are you, right? How much of a killer are you? Because that's what it is. Like, if you want to smash it with anything in life, what I've come to realize, you need to be a fucking killer. And, and like, that, that's, just, that's just it, right? You need to be a killer with day game, with, with, with fitness, with, with, with women. So that means, like, you know, being a ruthless bastard, being an absolute killer, that means turning up to the gym, like, not waiting until you feel motivated, but just going, like, putting the reps in, even though it sucks, even though it hurts, even though it's painful. You're putting the reps in. But you're just doing it. You're almost like a fucking psychopath, right? Like, like you're a fucking psychopath. You're just getting it done. You're like a robot. It's just like, right, I said I'm going to do, I said I'm going to train five times this week. I said I'm going to do 20 approaches. I said I'm going to get a cold shower every morning. Like, it's, it, that's, that's non-negotiable. You just do it. Rep, 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 rep. And you don't, you don't overthink, you overdo, right? If you say, oh, I'm a massive procrastinator. I, I, I overthink everything. Yeah, it's because you're not doing enough. It's because you're, you're sat on your own, wanking yourself off every night, like fantasizing about the life that you want to live. Then you're not doing anything about it. Oh, I want to start a YouTube channel. Oh, I want to start a business. Oh, I want to start cold approaching. Yeah, great, but your actions don't match your ambitions. Because if you really wanted to do it, you'd do it. Like if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. And if not, you'll find an excuse, right? And like, I think people just underestimate what it actually takes to become like, like the best of the best at something. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, like I've been doing this, like I've been investing myself since 13 years old, right? That's 13 years of, of, of drive, desire, determination, ups, downs, highs, lows. And it all just is, right? Like nothing's good or bad, thinking makes it so. But like, 
in, in terms of female fluency, which is basically what this podcast was supposed to be about, I zigzag, told you I was going to zigzag, whatever, speaking to her biology, right? And basically, after I had that conversation with Joseph, like, it's just been marinating in my mind now, thinking, right, how audacious can I be with my approaches? Like, like how can I put this into practical effect? like really blowing a woman away with the audacity of my approach and and speaking to her her biology, right? Basically speaking to her pussy. That's what I'm getting at, right? Speaking to her pussy where even though it's not visible, she's getting wet. She's getting wet by the words that you're saying. Do do, do you get what I'm saying here? So it's like like the public versus private type paradigm, right? So anyway... I was coaching in Cardiff today and the guy I was coaching wanted to see me do a few demos. So I did a demo and then another demo. And then actually he, I think the last thing that he was thinking was, oh, he's going to demo this one. So basically what I saw, I saw this girl in Cardiff, this really beautiful girl. She had like an Italian look to her and she was with a guy, right? Now, obviously I've been in the game for a while now. I get the impression of who's an orbiter and who's a boyfriend, right? So I, I looked at the guy that she was with and I thought, right, I don't think that they're together. Just looking at their body language, looking at her compared to him, the way that they were kind of walking, it didn't give me the impression that they were boyfriend and girlfriend. So I was like, okay, like that Chinese proverb, which is like, don't listen to what they say, go see, all right? So it's like, we don't know if they're together until we find out, right? You don't know until you know. So I said to the guy who was coaching, actually, no, I remember, I literally just like made this like, this guttural noise where I was like, ah, like basically like I know I I really want to do this one and it's causing resistance. Like, bro, I've not felt resistance like that in a long time because after doing this for a long time now, like I've got super desensitized to shit. Like, you know, one girl, two girl, three girl, four girl, but like girl and a guy, Yes, that, that, that hit my pleasure receptors. I was like, oh, it feels like a bad being a beginner again. Like, I was getting like, like, oh, bro, it was like, just like the, 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 the hits of adrenaline. Do you know what I mean? Like all the different voices going through my mind, like anxiety, excitement, like just fucking future projecting, like not, just all of that, like just, just the chaos of life, the, the, the chaos of the carnival of life. That's a nice saying, the chaos of the carnival of life. The chaotic carnival, bear. Yes, Christian, the chaotic carnival of life. Oh, that's beautiful. So yeah, I was, I was marinating the chaotic carnival of life and then I went over. Fuck me, bro. One of my favorite approaches. I've got the snapshot like in my memory right now of how it was. Like You remember things when they've got an emotional charge attached to them, right? So I went over, I was like, yo, excuse me, uh, you two together. And there was like a dead silence. I was like, wait, are you, are you like boyfriend and girlfriend? And then the guy volunteered the information. He was like, no, we're, we're just friends. I was thinking, right, this is a clear orbiter who obviously wants to bang this girl. She's not giving him anything back. So he's basically turned into the gay, the gay best friend. So I was like, right, well, listen, I appreciate that you're with your friend. And then he took a step back. I was like, I appreciate that you're with your friend, but I just wanted to say that you look beautiful. And then I saw it. Then I saw it. Then I saw exactly what Joseph was explaining to me and what happens when you speak to a woman's biology. Like, she almost broke character for a second. There was this, there was this crack of a smile where in that moment, I saw her and she saw me and it was man to woman, right? There's that moment, it was one of the most beautiful moments. It's like, you know, like, it, that didn't, nothing mattered after that. I didn't care. I didn't care if I got a number. I didn't care if I never saw her again. I didn't care. I didn't care. 
I cared about that moment. Like that moment was everything to me because I saw what happened when you speak to women's biology. She was with a guy, so it made the approach even more audacious. She was 1 million percent getting wet from that approach because I'd gone over there in her mind. It's like, oh, I've got my guy friend with me. This guy, this radically ambitious action taker, this rock star artist, this traveler, this vagabond, this miscreant had just come over to me, stone cold sober during the day as I've got my friend with me. He didn't even care about the friends. Like you're the gladiator who just goes into war and just fucking crushes it right and it's like that crack of the smile like that's all I needed right and then after that um I can't remember what I said I was like oh yeah I was like well listen I appreciate that you're you're with your friend right now but um so I'm not gonna try and like take your number in front of your in front of your friend because obviously it would trigger like the anti-slut defense she don't want to be seen to like give her number in front of a friend to a random guy so I was like listen uh, add me on Instagram at Christian Magician I need to download the Instagram actually I don't have the app download at the moment so we'll see (laughs) bro that'd be unreal imagine if she's actually like DM me (laughs) Uh, I'll have a look at my DMs in a second but anyway, uh, that's hilarious. I was like, hey, add me on Instagram at Christian Magician. And she's like, okay, well, we need to go now. And then the, the, the guy, the guy chirps in. He's like, yeah, yeah, we need to go. I just like, I basically, I basically just laughed in the guy's face. And I came out of that approach, bro. Like my fucking hormones, like my testosterone, whatever it is, that lifeblood energy. You know what? I said to, I said to the guy that I was coaching, bro, I feel like I've just completed a hardcore gym session. And he got to witness that as well. Like he got to witness that first time. I think that was the last thing he was expecting when he said, oh, would you be able to demo? <laughs> Christian just goes and fucking crushes it with a, with a girl and a guy. But yeah, like in terms of like female fluid, like the, the point of this podcast, this is not me saying to you, right, you need to go out there this Saturday and like approach every girl you see who's with a guy. No, it, it requires a lot of calibration. You need to understand, you need to know what you're doing. You need to have skin in the game. You need to be able, be able to recognize who's a happy couple and who's just, which girl is just with like an orbit. But what I want you to understand is when you become the most fuckable version of yourself, so you look as good as possible, you dress the part, you've got hyper effective social skills, which you have been developing over time by just doing a lot of social activity, more time in front of more people who you don't know more often, improv, stand up comedy, fucking cold approach, whatever, just like, you know, getting your social skills on point so you can actually have that unshakable solid frame and you can be the audacious fucker. But like, like just, you can even baby step it. Like, just like create a list of all the approaches that currently scare you and then try, no, and, and then don't, don't try, then do one, then do one this coming Saturday. So maybe for you, maybe, maybe it's just approaching one girl. Maybe it's just doing a direct cold approach. Maybe it scares the shit out of you. Well, we'll do that, right? Do that this coming weekend. Or maybe it's a girl who's with her mum, or maybe it's a girl who's with her friend, or maybe it's a girl who's sat in a cafe. By the way, these videos are available for already on YouTube. Um, I've got a, a new video coming out next week, actually, which is um, basically how to approach girls in groups. So that'll be valuable for you. But like, if you can find what scares you, like create a sticking point list or create a fear list of the approaches that currently scare the shit out of you and then make a point to do it. Or if you are like super experienced in the game, then bro, give it a bash. Like find a girl who's with a guy. And if you get the impression that they're not together, then fucking go in for it. Like university campuses are really good places to find like the, this dynamic where the girl is basically like with an orbiter. Like, I actually used to do this, like, when I first started day game. I remember Tom Torero saying, like, RIP, um, that when you first start get day game, you're almost, like, crazy audacious um, at the start. And I found that to be somewhat true, because I remember when I was living in Leeds, and it was COVID, and, and there were limited opportunities around, but, like, I would go around, like, the university campuses. I'd find girls, girls who were with guys who I could clearly tell were not a couple, and I would just be doing that. That was almost like my warm-up. 
But I wasn't doing those to, to get phone numbers. I was doing it just because I wanted to do it, just because I wanted to push myself. And then once you can do like girl and guy approaches, bro, like one girl, like two girls, three girls, it's all fucking easy. Go with a mum, <laughs> go with the parents. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I do have the video actually, if you're not seeing it yet. It's um, yeah, basically how to, how to approach a girl who's with her parents. You can, you can YouTube that. <laughs> it's one of the finest pieces of art. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, put that up in the fucking Louvre. <laughs> but um, no, in terms of female fluency, read My Secret Garden by Nancy Friday. Read The Alabaster Girl by Zamperion, but don't just get stuck wanking in the wind and like reading books and thinking you're learning. You know, you learn by doing, but those books are really good, especially The Alabaster Girl. If I could recommend one book that you read, read The Alabaster Girl by Zamperion. Um, I want to write a book similar well, no, come on, scratch that. I want, I want to, I want to write a book better one day. Yeah, <laughs> egotistical, e- egotistical maniac. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, I want to like that for me, because like with obviously I'm trying with these podcasts and the videos and the writing that I do. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to express what's going on internally, and I'm trying to like like package it into words, but words are super difficult because they always fall short of the feelings that we're feeling, right? Do you you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm trying to encapsulate this current energy, this current archetype that I'm exhibiting. It's like the rock star artist, that fits. I've got the paradoxication there, rock star artist, but it still falls short in a way. Like I've used terms like abstract alpha, where it's like you've got got the the jacked body, uh, you dress the part, but you also have depth. You can talk about literature, art, culture, fucking classical music, whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this is just like, I just I just get excited by this stuff, bro. Because I'm like, right, female fluency, speak in the language of the feminine, speak to her biology, right? Be audacious with your conversation topics. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, just like, hmm. It's probably going to take more thoughts. Probably need to think about this a little bit more deeper. Sorry. Oh, I just used a double comparative. Fuck's sake, Christian. More deeper. I probably need to think about this deeper. It's like double superlatives. Oh, most bestest. (laughs) No, it's just the best. Don't say most bestest. (laughs) Or the most naughtiest. Oh, no. Naughtiest. You don't need to use a double superlative. Anyway, don't matter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I need to think about this deeper. Um, but yeah, female fluency. I hope that these epiphanies that I've had have helped you on your journey. I've got Joe. I actually sent Joseph a five-minute voice message um, to say, "Bro, I, I, I listened to what you said. I'm, I've lo- allowed it to marinate in my mind, and then I went to put it out into action." That's the process, right? Get information and then transmute it into implementation. Someone says to you, okay, you can be really audacious with your approaches. Then go out into the field and actually practice it. Otherwise, it's all just wanking in the wind. And there's no point in you consuming this stuff if you're not going to create anything with it. So yeah, go out there, treat the world like your personal playground. Do not die with your music still inside of you. And create your masterpiece, right? Be the architect of your own success. Be the rock star artist. Go out, live legendary, live fearlessly, take bold, unapologetic risks and just say to the world, this is me, this is my stage, right? The world is your stage, day game is theatre, life is theatre, you can be anyone that you want to be, uh, like if, if you have a vision in mind for the person that you want to become, then just, be, just fucking become that guy, right? Like become that fucking guy, right? Whoever you want to be, just go fucking do it. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, I'm going to stop before I just start unnecessarily expostulating about random shit. Hope you enjoyed this one. Love you. I'll speak to you in the next one. Mwah.